Check, 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 check. Two, one, two, one, two, 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 one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Urban Intelligence. Ballymoon. Plays I move like a soy boy the across Dublin City The same old sights has me feeling shitty Same old venues, menus never seem to change Oh yeah, oh yeah, cause it is hooked to rain Mentality wholly sustained Introduce ourselves to the world Andrew Farrell is my name, aka MC for real My name is Leonatic, you don't need to know me first now <laughs> Don't be only, a poop Only me man knows that we're uh, part of a band, or oh, a band that came out rather gay, yeah. sorry lads, my bad. Uh, a group, rap group, hip-hop, urban intelligence, do a lot of stuff around the Dublin area. Obviously lately we're doing mm-hmm. the country now and uh, hopefully we'll be doing a few foreign gigs in the future. That's it. Wrecking Europe. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Where would you like to play in Europe first? Where would I like to play in Europe first? Mm. England. First place in Europe. Anyway. Any particular place in England? Um, where all the action is, obviously. Landing in it then, <laughs> gotta be landing. Andy, uh, how could I explain Andy? In the rapping terms, man, he's just the best Irish MC to ever fucking pick up a mic, man. And he gets fucking very blushy when I say that, but it's fucking true, man. Like I said to Graham, uh, before he'd met Andy, I was telling him about him for ages. I was going, wait, you hear this fucking chap rapping, man. I was telling him for ages, he's fucking amazing. And, like, now, he's had to come a long way, like, and now, like, it's, it's mad, like I was saying to Graham then on another occasion... I was saying, like, I fucking relate to everything he says, and he fucking influences a lot of the shit I write about or t- things that I think about, like... So, like, on that, like, as an MC, he's amazing, man. He's fucking the Irish immortal technique, if you ask me. And that's not pretty mm-hmm. good. As a person, he's fine, on. He's a good lad. He's up for the bus. Loves to chase women. Damn for whatever. Oh, I love yeah, women. I love yeah. women. Loves to chase the women. Oh, yes. Uh, loves to smoke weed. Bang on, that's why I like him. He's like, he, yeah, he has a fucking mad sleeping problem. It's like, I can only sleep at two hours. Well, fucking don't tell me about it. Wake me up to tell me. I can only sleep at two hours. Good man. I know, yeah, he doesn't sleep a lot now, but uh, either would I if I had that brain, you know, thinking of all them. Fucking <laughs> them lyrics. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Who has credit? Hold on, man. Randy has credit. The fans are right. Get the laughs going out of him. Like he's, he's definitely a chap you'd want to be bringing away with you anyway. <laughs> Just non-stop laughter if you're into having the buzz. Like, well, he's danced the man, you know what I'm saying? As far as the, the MCing goes, like, uh, good MC, deadly partner. Like, we've been doing stuff for a while now and it's just bit of swapping a bit of inspiration you know like so he's a bit of a nut on the <laughs> comedian side like but when it comes down to business we get a lot done you know so head into the paper <laughs> Dan's alright of a man in general 
Og du er virkelig hjemme. Don't be getting all emotional, officer. It's the dawn of a new era, in all this hip-hop. Two thousand and forty year old, and intelligence locked down the spot. Sitting on top of for real and informatics. Two thousand and forty year old, thoughts I want before you might get a small chance. You had it, you didn't blow it, you didn't have what it takes. So bad the magazine wouldn't slay. You had the perfect break. Three or four times a record deal that didn't happen. I'm a nut in this room, so I get a chill down my spine when I hear your CD. Cause you're this hip-hop. Uh, the best thing about being an old intelligence there's no best thing the whole it's deadly it's Great. just deadly like I think like over the last few months like doing little tours and that that we film we're starting to fucking get tighter as mates and all like we were always we always got on with each other but it's starting to get like a little family like I mean everything everything that comes along with it there's so so many bleeding things that's great about it to be honest. Can't name anything in particular. Yeah, there wouldn't be anything in particular, just everything. The buzz yeah. the gigs, the, the running up the gigs, the after gig, how you feel yeah, and, and it's and like on stage and stuff. We're all getting to know each other a lot better now because we all know each other a few years. And personally like you know what I mean, we are cool and then musically we're cool. So it's just, like sometimes yeah. even it's uh, like, there's been there's been odd times and I'll be honest about it. There's mm. been times where you now your head's just totally fucked up in the gaff like you're having a joint or whatever and whatever's going on in the gaff arguing so on yeah. so far it's just like onto the blower, ring down, what are you up to? Fuck off man, what are you doing? Hit yeah. the pill half a game of pill, a few joints, maybe things like we'd say right we ring Hardy, see what he's doing. If he's got hours on his hands then look we'll chill in do some beats, make some tracks, you know. So that's another way that it, yeah, that, find it's like a second family kind of thing, you know. Yeah, deadly boys, deadly boys. That's what it's like. It's fucking, it's a family besides your family. So it's like the way a real family gets on your nerves all the time. It's like these boys don't. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it is a big part of it because it's like it's like you always like your family is kind of your family. You know what I mean? But like. Your mates, the way I see it, will always fucking know you for who you are. Because it's like family without being family. You know what I mean? Your family, you're forced to be them people's family. You know what I mean? You're born into a family. Where this is a family that we've kind of made up. You know what I mean? Family is fucked up. Family background... uh... Not your average uh, teen sensation. Anyway, out and out for a broke up there when I was about five or six. Out was an alcoholic. Out was an alcoholic. I lived in about, uh, about seven or eight places in the last two and a, about three and a half years. From my nance, kicked out. From my gaff, kicked out. From my aunties, kicked out. My other aunties, kicked out. Back to the moon. And the moon's where them at now I just never really got along it's alright with me dad now at the minute looking after him he's not well at the moment so uh, I don't know a lot of issues to talk about but I won't be getting into them all but mm-hmm. basically just I spent a bit of time on the streets as well actually now it's like to sleep rough for a while so it wasn't too long now mind you not years or anything like that but spent a couple hours on the park bench mm-hmm. you know yourself Going up getting lens of dodge to eat and shit. But uh, yeah, there was a time where none of my aunties, none of my relatives, no one on me out and so it like fucking take me into that gaff for a couple of months was a lot of bollocks. And uh, my helpless side were all living abroad, so I couldn't do anything about that. So uh 
Yeah, myself and my brother now is living with Diablo, looking after him, and that he'd still be fucking can glued to his hand, trying to snap him over with a fucking. Not a lot you can do, no, can't put a gun to his head, like. But, eh, uh, yeah, spend a lot of the time looking after him, apart from me rapping, and the rapping, and we feel I got a lot of uh, inspiration from life itself. That's what I mean when I'm talking about life itself, I mean. When I'm rapping about my struggles, when I'm rapping about my fucking hard times or whatever, it's what I'm saying, you know, from my point of view. Mm. So, eh, uh, that's the way I'm looking at it now. I'm diverting everything that's been going on with me, like, in the last couple of years and with my family and shit into me writing and basically expressing it as much as I can, possibly for people to understand. And I know that there's people out there that can relate to it, like, at the moment... Uh, I don't have a lot of struggles at the moment because things are going well for me now over the last couple of months. Like, But at the time, my struggles were money. Jesus Christ, man. There's been times where they don't me fucking fridge and I wouldn't be a slice of bread, you know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't old enough to be on the level. Like, me out was drinking all the money. like, And I was getting fuck all funds from me out, you know what I'm saying? I won't go into detail, like, but that's my struggles, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, then what am I doing for new clothes? I wear the same old shit out, you know what I'm saying? Get pissed off that after a while as well. But uh, that's it on that. Like, there's my struggles. Not only family is money, like, it's paper to me is like, don't get me wrong, money to me is nothing. But at the end of the day, you fucking need it, like, you yeah. know what I mean? You have to live. That's the way it is, like. So you just get it when you can. That's it. All I'll have to say on that one. But, like, just things like that, that's why I relate to Andy so much, because it's like, not the same problem or whatever, but my dad's a fucking alcoholic as well, like, and it's mad, like, it's fucking the, the exact same shit that I've seen or that I've been through, just mirrored, you know what I mean? There's a few things different or whatever, but, like, he has a tune called Until I Die, like, and just every second line in it, I'd be going, Jesus, man, I'd relate to every bit of that, like, and it's fucking... I just thought I'd say that while I thought of it, like, that's why I relate to a lot of Andrew shit, like, it's because I feel like... We've been through similar shit, or not similar shit, but you know what I mean, along the same lines, like... Uh, we've a tune called Behind the Mic, and it basically explains... If, a couple of years ago, I was about 15 or so, I tried to commit suicide or whatever. And I was like, I felt... What happened was, I cut my wrist. When I cut my wrist and I seen the blood, I was like, you fucking dope, you. So I ran, like, I didn't have far to run, but I, I basically ran over to my mates, and I knocked on the door... And he, one of my mates opened the door, and as he opened the door, I fell in the door. And, like, he caught me, and fucking, he put loads of shit around my arm or whatever, and I stopped the bleeding. I was lucky, like, I obviously didn't cut deep enough. But, uh, if it wasn't for him, I don't know what would have happened, because I probably just would have collapsed. And I'd have been left in the court, like. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a bit mad, like, and, like, shit like that. It was, like, my ma was very worried about her and that, because, like, like, I didn't... I didn't know what was going on. I was just fucking mad, depressed over fucking shit I won't even go into. And it was just, oh, yeah. I know Notorious B.O.G. said this and all, so I don't mean to take what he said, but not not the fact to say, I wish I was dead, but if I was dead, things would be better. That basically sums it up. Like, so when you do write about things like that, it's just... kind of takes it off your chest for a while. Like, I could I listen to that Behind the Mic song in 20 years... And I go, fucking hell, man, do you remember that, like? And and things like that. And I think a lot of our songs will be like that. They're like that now, like. I mean, when you're writing, like, as Andy said, until I die, he was writing for a few years or whatever, he'd look back or whatever. Even when he's rapping it, he's probably thinking, jeez, man, this happened. Because I know when I'm rapping shit, 
Like when I'm doing that song about my brother or any of the per- real personal things, it's like fucking hell, man. This happened, like, and it's mad. Not that the other shit we write about didn't happen, but some things just fucking hit home a lot harder than others, you know. I'll give you a verse in a second, right? But uh, it's just a tune about all the bullshit. Like, I wrote the first verse in uh, one of my mate's sheds. We were sitting out in the shed one night with a little torch, like, and I just wrote the, wrote the first verse. Like, it just started coming to me, like, the first line came to me. And I just I wrote it, the whole verse out, like, in about fucking 15 minutes or something. And uh, the first verse is kind of like about all this shit, like, people just want me to rap, like, and fucking. Asking am I making money and all that and like the second verse is more personal, like it's just everything that I mightn't have told people, do you know what I mean? But I just felt that I had to write something about it. So uh, it's just like basically telling people like behind the mic this is what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like um, it's about uh, my uncle who was killed in a car crash and it's just kinda about him, like it kinda helped me deal with it, do you know what I mean? Like so fucking that the second verse is mainly about him, like and just the fact that just how my head was wrecked and all, like, after he died or whatever, but that's what the second verse is about. Motionless thoughts float round me head daily, I drift away slowly as I sip on a Baileys, will I survive maybe? Oh, let me start again, right? Motionless thoughts float round me head daily, I drift away slowly as I sip on a Baileys, will I survive maybe? Keep knocking off leeches before they get a grip on me, life falls to pieces. Your coffins lord into the ground as teardrops fall down. Pay me last respects, unable to drown me sorrows. Now you're gone, there's no tomorrow, cause I'm struggling through days that are now hollow. I think a time grace with your presence, you are some joker. I don't remember the rest of it, I have a bit of bleeding mental block at the moment, but like, that's basically, that's the that's second, the second verse. verse, yeah. And uh, we never do that live, like, cause sometimes I get stuck and I forget the words and all, like, so. It's, yeah, it's a bit fucking. Look, I will do it live. I have a goal to do it live in the next few months, so hopefully I'll fucking we'll pull it together for it. Motionless thoughts float round me head daily. I drift away slowly as I sip on a Bailey's. But I suppose maybe keep 
knocking off leeches Before they get a grip on me, life falls to pieces Your coffin's not into the ground as teardrops fall down Pay me last respects, unable to drown me sorrows Now you're gone, there's no tomorrow Cause I'm struggling through days that I now hollow I think of twins grace which your presence makes me feel closer Think of things we used to do, you are some joker There's no hope for anyone if you can be taken And I will see you again What kills me is the waiting I never saw something like this happening to an achiever Every day you're gone, the scars run deeper The never ending hole runs right through me While fucking idiots on the street ask me to rap and pursue me I haven't even got anywhere in the ask about money And ask me to spit a verse with a performer monkey I like the raps like a knife in the back Every minute I come closer to the second I snap Like what would be your main issue with class or whatever? My issue with class is like At the end of the day one of the lads aptly pointed out that Everybody's working class. I mean, anyone that works is working class, right, in in a sense. Mm. But my way of looking at it is, like, people that's born into credit cards, people that's born into a wealthy family and that don't want to work, you know what I mean, that, like, want to just, like, fuck live around and still that. have their new clothes, live off their, po- their man and dad's pockets, like, and for, like, that, gen- like, you know what I mean, that adult generation, like, they'd look at the likes of Ballymoon, like, as a place, for example, even Fingless, and, like, they see someone with a Nike jacket on, a pair of Air Max, oh good lord, stay away from that young man, you hear me Vanessa? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a load of bollocks, like, because they automatically presume that, oh jeez, he robs cars, yeah. he does something he's not supposed to be doing, look at him, this is my let him dress like that, he doesn't have slacks on, fuck that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's what I got a fucking brilliant buzz off last night at that figure gig, it was like all these upper class people, and for once, they went looking down the nose at us, it was like, yous are marvellous. Yous are incredible. Do you write that stuff yourself? Makes a change, all right. And it was just fucking deadly, man. Like, because, as Andy said, like, I mean, I don't know, like, the last few years, like, I don't know what happened. I must have got a scumbag face or something. But uh, I just get stopped in shops and all, all the time. I'm in a fucking centre. I was with my little brother. And I picked up a piece of apple tart, like, the wrapping plastic or whatever, and I goes, my brother, do you want, want a slice of cake, like... And he goes, no, no, Grant, so I put it back down. I turned around, there's this big John alone, me looking past it, <laughs> touching me, searching me. And I get your fucking hands off me. And he was going, where's the piece of cake? <laughs> but, like, things like that, like, I mean, I could tell you, I could write a book about times I've been stopped. You were a security guard, you stop yourself? Would I stop myself? I don't think I would, to be honest. If I was a security guard, I'd, I suppose, like, you can't say you wouldn't watch someone that's like me, you know what I mean? Like, that's just been... Stupid, like I probably would watch if someone like me dressed like me or whatever. I'd, but that's all I do is watch, like. But if I was ever gonna approach that person and falsely accuse them or whatever the case may be, I'd made sure that I seen them putting whatever into their bleeding pockets mm. before they come running over and start patting you down and asking you to lift up this. Now I've never been patted down by a security guard. I gr- like I was mm. grabbed by the arm, but that was about as far as it went. Like as far as empty this and empty that go, they've been told. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, get the fucking guards down because, like, at the end of the day, they'd need the good solicitor, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever robbed anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong, not in a while. Like, well, I robbed something last night. <laughs> <laughs> Whopper candle it was. Little Tommy Hilfiger leather case and all on it. was a beauty. <laughs> Into the pocket with you. <laughs> never robbed on yeah. my family. I've no. never ever stole a penny on any of my family members, regardless of money, regardless of aunt. Like, I've took a loan of a top. I took a long little pair of jeans. That was it on my family. Mm. Years ago, I used to be mint. I was walking in a shop. 
won't give any names, but uh, a pure fleece in the place, it must have made about seven and a half grand during the summer. Like, so the more I got into the money, the more I got down here, you know, like, just mm-hmm. making the money there is great. Never got into robbing, like, as a fucking way of making money or anything. It was just a buzz, like, just for the laugh. But I never got into robbing cars. Look, I never robbed a car in my life. Now I've been in them. Don't get me wrong. Again, young, dumb, full of home and all that. <laughs> but uh, never robbed a car, no. Myself, never. But like, a couple of bikes, one or two pads and... Ah. The young teens. Mm. You start getting sense into your head, you know what I mean? Like, you start... Obviously, as the years go by, you start understanding that there's obviously going to be a... Uh, a reaction for every action and mm. nowadays people don't just say what you take me bike for buy me a new one it's like if you're caught robbing a bike and obviously it's the wrong person it could be bang bang you understand what I mean because it could happen to a mate of mine like shot over robbing a fucking 125 motorbike so as you're hearing this as you're experiencing right, leave it out I'm not in the end to get stabbed tonight lad you know mm. and then just find other shit to do like instead of just going on the buzz robbing like it doesn't matter if it's a rollerblade or a push bike that was it, you start seeing sense. Building site, really. We don't do a lot in Ballymoon anyway. What we used to do was go up to the Pill Hall, a few joints or whatever, but the place is closed down now, so fuck that. Hang around the blocks mostly, having a couple of jazz, a few cans, maybe six nights out of seven a week, sometimes, and then other times we'd be just off, doing our lapping or whatever. But Ballymoon, I've nothing great to say about Ballymoon, but nothing drastically awful to say about it either. Yeah. It's just fucking place where we're from. That's it. That's what Ballymoon is. I mean, if I was from fucking, I mean, if I was from a different family, I probably wouldn't be an MC or probably wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing if I was fucking, you know what I mean? If anything in my lifestyle or whatever was different, I wouldn't be here where I am. So if I didn't live in Ballymoon, (laughs) I wouldn't be here where I am. If I didn't live in Fingless before I moved to Ballymoon, things like that, I wouldn't be here where I am. So I think everything that you go through makes you. The van, oh, that's like second home, man. That is yeah. the business, that is luxury on wheels, that van. Big time. 
Right, we're gonna give you the 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 go eight trail. Right, the the blind person's cribs. Right, because you can't see this. But basically, right, it's like a Mercedes. What year is it? A 1990 Mercedes van. Right, and like it's a it was for carrying people in wheelchairs and that, so there was loads of space in it. So basically, Grimo, the main man, he put some carpet in it, built a big, huge thing, so there's decks in the back of it, so we can open the doors out and play the decks to people on the outside of the van. Big-ass woofers. Yeah, big-ass, big speakers, man. We have a wraparound sofa in it, which actually, right, it's it's funny, right, because it's, it's wraparound, so if you just picture a wraparound there, right, like an end, <laughs> like an end it is. But the middle of it, Grimo has two other parts for it, and he slide into it. So it makes a double bed. So you can have a double bed at night time and wrap around sofas in the daytime. We have a DVD player in it. Uh, we've yet to get a telly. Jambo's walking on that. Uh, yeah, but, but that's basic. That's basically it. Little holiday home on wheels. Yeah, big chill. time. That's where we chill. We spend most of Yeah, that's where we sleep after, after gigs, after gigs a lot of the time. Gigs. Yeah, it's a good bus. It's a reminiscence on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> So that's about the van, anyway. Pimp my ride wouldn't have a patch on it. No. <laughs> it's great, no. Handy, like, we'd see, oh, Jesus, there's no, there's no parking here, lads. Hold on here a minute. See us, so I'm with a wheelchair on her, in there with you. Yeah. No guard is out, lock the doors and leg it. Yeah. Great job. Great, but now they'd be watching for us. Yeah. <laughs> Since fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, they've been spotted in Galway, Mullingar, Donegal. Wheelchair bus with smoke coming out the skylights. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Deadly. It was a good boys down the country. We were doing that little tower, little four day tower. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. Where did we do? Mullingar. Bally Shannon. Sligo. Sligo. Uh, Galway. Galway. Down to Kilkenny. Down to Kilkenny. Back up to Dublin. Yeah, and there was a lot of funny highlights on the way, wasn't there? Oh, I laugh a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where were we when the fucking... All the school kids? Yeah, yeah. Where was that, where was that, Grandma? Uh, Mullingar. Oh, M- uh, Mullingar, was Bally it? Shannon, Bally Shannon. No, was. Mullingar, he said, yeah, Mullingar, we were, we were in Mullingar, this is funny. We were like, there was like a V in the road with a little island on it. And we were like, ah, oh, that'll do, like, we played, we'd set up there, like, here, Grandma, sorry. That's Bally Shannon, dude. <coughs> Grandma told me he was Mullingar. It's Bally Shannon with the little triangular island in the road. Yeah. So we went to Bally <coughs> wherever it was, right? And we were on a triangle in the middle of the road, right? And we're rapping away, and there's this little little fucking class of school kids, like, and they were all about four or something. And it was like, yeah, the teacher stopped them, and the teacher was making, making them listen to us and all. And they were loving a little clap sound. Orchestrating around the applause. Yeah, it was a deadly bus. Oh, the hitchhike, oh, Jesus Christ, how do we forget while you see this place, right? There was this elm one, right? About fucking... She looked about 50 or something, wouldn't she? Know, early 50. 40s, anyway, or something. Early 40s, right, but she was a pure fucking culty. And she's thumbing a lift, right? And we goes, come on, we pick her up, so we pulls over. We goes, you getting in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she jumps into the car, into the van... And we're all fucking rolling joints and smoking hash and all, and she didn't know what was going on. She was going, so, oh, what did she say about the van? Just letting us know. Yeah, she goes, uh, they, I don't know what she said, but she said something about the wheelchairs. 
the way and say yoke on the bus just to let us know like right lads there'll be no fucking around like I'm at our scene he's a part of a wheelchair association but one no we were accusing them and all like a hash went missing like we had the stash in her off somewhere before we went packed up now and uh, we couldn't find her for about an hour and a half we're nearly driving back towards your woman's direction to rip her yeah. up yeah <laughs> she's out there robbing that she's out there robbing that I'm sitting here writing raps for me brothers in trap he's locked away in a country considered an Irish brat our government don't want to take him back he done the crime yeah we still the time in England two kids run on the way but no life fulfillment it's 18th birthday to be celebrated in prison, cocky lads slag him so he's forced to hit him Invited to a cell to go toe to toe The fight broke up cause he broke the bloke's nose If it was his, the fight would continue Order in the day, a fucking patty's on the menu With every letter I send, I wish it was a visit I can't get a time he spent before you went to prison Can't get the last we had getting up to mischief It was just a bit of fun, we were just ten when We seen more things than we should have After a while it stopped being allowed for the soil to stop and get me life on track. I was only 12 and I was thinking that you ran away at 14. I never thought you'd be back. Sorry, sorry, you're gonna have to excuse me for a second. Answer that time to leave me back in about 15 minutes, right? Wait, what's happening? What are we talking about? Until I die, is it? Until I die. Uh, I wrote that tune, well, I started writing it over a year ago. Like, it took me a while to put together some of the verses because there'll be times where it'll be coming in, like, uh, it's just about everything that was going on with me at the time that I was writing it and up to the point that I was finished it, like, nearly so. So, the hassle I was having with the law, like, the guardie, uh, fucking the drugs I was doing, I was doing a, a quite a few drugs, like, at the time, and the arguments are true and not detailed, but some of the arguments and remarks being made by family members and friends and all and my response to that you know my answer back to them so that's basically a bit on the tune yeah yeah just hidden faces I mean they like they laugh at you when you want to do something you want to do but they're all for it when we're doing something that they want to do you know what I mean it doesn't matter what it is if they want something they'll get it like as your friends but when you want to do something you want something from them they're not willing to return the favour so mm. you know what I'm saying <laughs> When I first took this pen, I had intentions Try to see how many problems I could make a rhyme with some potential Eventually I got it, stuck me first lines together I spat them for the lads and fucked the all done a legger And so on and so forth That's just a taster of the start there Pour a bit of effort into it already Look, if I wrote a line down for it and I was rapping it in my head, now that doesn't sound good, scribble that shit out, what they say for that one, you know, like a better way of explaining it, whatever. And it was alright. Ship shape, so I stuck with it. Look, I know that those kids even, even out there that can relate to some of the stuff that I've written, you know, that way, and that's, like, I'm writing my music mainly for fucking people, you know what I mean? The kid in the dark corner crawled up with a spliff, not giving a rats trying to get out of reality, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I know there's people that can relate to what I'm saying. So the more I get everything that I've been through out there, now don't get me wrong, there's people that have been worse off and all, but for the shit that I have seen, whatever, I'm just going to get it out there. And there'll be kids, there'll be people, whatever, some even grown-ups that I relate to, and that's that's, be, that's good to see. Like. It's important that people relate to you. Like, if you're going to be an MC, like, fair enough, you can be an animal punchline MC, whatever, people love you. Like, but 
if you're not going to be, like, if no one can relate, like, I've never done that, I've never, what's he talking about now, you know what I'm saying? That's no good, you want people to say, I know what he's saying. So far, the best, I think it's Lyricoise is the best. But, eh, uh, I don't really look at them as being better tunes, just keep writing, keep writing, spitting verses, spitting verses. And whatever people think they think, they can love me or hate me, you know, that way. Like or I love it. When I first took this pen, I had intentions Wanna see how many problems I could make a rhyme with some potential Eventually I got it stuck me first rhyme together I spat it for the lads and fuck the old on a Lego No fake, they keep on saying no way Not another Irish MC trying to break free from low pay You don't know kid, if looks could kill Or the door that bursts on me, old ma keeps on telling them That's bullshit, I'm a self-educated early school leaver I couldn't stick class at them neither Fuck it Got me own ways and means I see them blue swordings And I'm gone with this bag of deals Has me wages, can't have that Use whatever route necessary to escape Quick through the flats Forgive us, all this criminal living Is making ends meet I'm like a lawyer world since I'm 17 Until I die This is how I gotta live I'm nothing left but pride Don't try and take what I can't give Until I die in survival Lord, this is just the way I live for us until I die, this is how I gotta live I'm nothing left but pride, don't try and take what I can't give Until I die, it's survival, Lord, this is just the way I'm life for us Why hip-hop? Um, cause I can't sing <laughs> If I could sing, I'd be Damo Dempsey <laughs> But I can't sing, so I'm just me it's just the way you're doing it, like, yeah, it was great, like, I got into rapping just for the, the sake I loved rap music, like, and fucking, you used to think it was deadly being able to rap because everyone could sing in my family and all, and it was like, I used to be able to sing when I was younger or whatever, but then I was like, hey, I ain't gonna do this that no one can do, because no one in Ireland, like, when I was growing up, as corny as it sounds, like, I used to fucking listen to E17, right, and the first kind of rap that I heard was your man Tony out V17 and I was like that's fucking deadly man and I just kind of got into it but then when I got into more serious type of hip hop and more shit that's expressing themselves and talking about real shit it was just like oh that's deadly like I just got into it because I could do it I felt I was good at rapping and then it, it wasn't until years later that I decided oh, I'm gonna, like I was writing shit but I was rapping so I was just happy you know what I mean? But then after a while, writing this shit doesn't matter anymore. You need to talk about real shit, you know what I mean? Like, and then, like, so I don't really think, like, obviously, it's influenced by hip hop an awful lot. Obviously, we make hip hop music. But, like, I'm influenced by everyday living. That's my biggest influence ever, life is life itself. Like, the music I be listening to, like, I mean, I don't listen to an awful lot of hip hop lately. I listen to Damien Dempsey or Christy Moore. Luke Kelly, the Dubliners, like, I fucking used to love the Dubliners when I was young and all, and I still do. Mad into all different types of music, like, I like Queen, all, like, John Lennon, the Beatles, all different types of music, like, if I feel they have something to say, I, I listen to it, you know what I mean? Because, like, I, for example, my uncle, I was up my uncle's the other day and he was playing Paddy Casey, and I just don't like Paddy Casey, I can't get into him. And he was going, oh, no, but this is a great song or whatever. But then I figured out, the more I was listening to him, I can't get into him. Because he's not talking about that, and he's singing the same old shit, the same with hip-hop. If you're rapping the same old shit, it's just fucking boring, man. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's, like, fair enough, do what you do, like, but I'm influenced by, by things that I can see, oh, he's coming from that angle with that. that. That's the type of music I'm influenced by, by people and artists that have something to say.
and that's basically yeah. I'm not inspired only by hip hop. I'm inspired by like I'd listen to the Clannet for an hour and smoke a joint, man, and I just I don't know where it comes from. It's just <laughs> chill out music, you know what I'm saying? Whatever inspires you, it goes from all music from all different kinds of the countries, you know what I mean? Yeah. Irish music is Irish music. I live in Ireland, like so why not? I don't never speak well, get like you know what I mean? I couldn't do it in school, I can't do it now, but I'd still yeah. sit there and listen to Clannet for an hour because like it's relaxing. You get inspiration. From yeah, it. at the moment, like the importance of making money is nothing. At the moment, that's nothing. Mm. Like, we'll worry about that, like, when we come to that bridge, you know what I mean? It's, at the moment, it's promoting. At the moment, it's getting people to know who we are and what we're about, like. Mm. So, that's the way we're rolling at the minute. I fucking got into hip-hop. I didn't know. There was no scene in Ireland when I got into it. I hadn't, like, I'd, I'd heard a scared year and I'd heard uh, a Ghost and Jay tune. But I got into it just to write for myself. I don't know why I got into it. That that's what's so fucking baffling to me. I don't know what made me pick up a pen and write a rap. I don't know what the fuck inspired me to do it, but I done it like and it was. It's still never. It's never about the money. Obviously, the money would be nice. It's respect. Like. Yeah. To me, it's respect. Have people respect you for something that you do and something that you enjoy doing. Mm. If you've got skill, if you've got writing, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like if you can't get respect off you, your friends or anyone else. And anything you do, this yeah. is this is my way of doing. I'll get respect one way or the other if writing my shit, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Love it or hate it, like. Yeah. That's about the respect more than the money, like. The yeah, money's just a bonus. When we do a gig, after we come off stage, I just get a little fucking... Like yeah. Mr. Bones getting a tetanus shot. Yeah. And I just fucking... I just... Oh, it's just the feeling you get, It's like, like a little adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's, oh, it's very hard to explain, like, but... And even when you're up on the stage, like especially when the crowd are mad into it and all, it's just like there's no better buzz than it. Like that's 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 why I do it. Like I'd like to think that the further you go on, the better the buzz gets. I believe it doesn't. That this is the best buzz. Like trying to trying to get to wherever you're going or whatever. But all this, all the struggling we're doing now, like that's supposed to be the buzz. So I'm enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> Well, check it out. The next song I'm gonna do is our upcoming single, which features Damien Dempsey. It's called Patience. A happy hippo. A happy hippo. Happy hippo. He looks like the crazy frog, right? <laughs> so what's the crack? Another aerosol? What's he going for? I have a clue. I don't really know what the time is, but we're going to go in for the balls anyway and see what the crack is. So. The doors that it's open for me, like, I mean, say... Maybe two or three years ago, like when I wasn't into what matter and like uh, it'd be just the usual crowd, really the usual mates and that, and like a lot of them have kind of fucked off anyway about their own business, like. But the doors that it's open for me is like I'm actually meeting new people, uh, more times than under all right, like the sound enough, good to work with in the music. Like I've met people that are doing the same stuff in regardless of music and people that I can actually relate to in what we're doing. So. Uh, a lot of opportunities arose and 
<laughs> just hope for the best at the minute. It's mad we get a shout and other so it to me like that yeah, it's just fucking mad, I don't know what those are on. Just all the all the people I've met. The things I've got to do, like I mean they got to go to Italy and all, all expenses paid to do three gigs over there and all like fucking just little things like that. That's all the lads on the stairs. Big up for Irish hip hop. And a young flat and a young one that's from Dublin, that's from Ireland, that's getting into hip hop, getting into rap. Loads of respect, getting that money, loads of respect, getting your name out there, making an effort at your fucking life, loads of respect. Ah, music, Jesus, pain me hoop talking about music at this stage. No, but fucking, again, anyone getting into it, doesn't matter, DJing, break, dancing, rapping, don't matter. Music, it's a great part of our lives, you know what I mean? I don't know where the fuck we'd be without music, so. If you're into music, good shit. If you're into Irish hip hop, that's even better shit. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. We'll bring the best. Yeah, yeah. Up open intelligence, boy.